Yeah, you heard that right. We find out in this chapter that there are actually only three members left in this particular Mandalorian order, and once Din Djarin gets expelled, only two. And that's all because of an archaic law that states that you can't show anybody your face. You're listening to Path of the Jedi with your host, Ronnie Cruz. All right, welcome to Path of the Jedi, the podcast where Star Wars meets personal development. My name is Ronnie Cruz, your host for this incredibly exciting adventure. And yeah, exciting is actually, yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's a good word for it. Uh, the, what's happened here in the last couple of weeks with the book of Boba Fett um, as it closes out in the season finale last week it has been such an incredibly, incredibly fun experience. And we've got a lot to talk about today. Um, uh, obviously, we are behind uh, a few chapters, um, uh, so lots to catch up with. But uh, again, if you are a Star Wars fan and have not caught up on your book of Boba Fett, I would encourage you before listening to this episode, if you haven't listened or excuse me, if you haven't watched Book of Boba Boba Fett Chapter 5 yet, uh, go ahead and go watch it so that uh, we don't give you any spoilers here. Um, because, yeah, well, we kind of have to talk about some things that happen during that episode or this chapter. Um, uh, in order to talk about some of the insights, some of the lessons, and and uh, have the discussions that we're going to have today on this episode. So we have a lot to talk about, so let's just dive right into it. All right, Chapter 5, Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 5. The title is Return of the Mandalorian. Now, as you can guess from the title, we take a little bit of a departure from Boba Fett uh, to revisit an old friend of ours, Din Djarin, otherwise known as the Mandalorian. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with this character, uh, he has his own show. In fact, he has two seasons of his own show. And this is the show that gave birth to the character Grogu, or as I like to still call him, Baby Yoda. Now, if you want to learn more about the backstory of the relationship between, the friendship, really, between Boba Fett and Din Djarin, uh, go back and watch The Mandalorian Season 2. That's where they met. That's where they became allies. And actually, it was through Din Djarin, the Mandalorian, um, it was through him that, uh, that Boba Fett got his armor back. Because Din Djarin is now making an appearance on The Book of Boba Fett, it's pretty easy to conclude that they will be teaming up once again. And so we spend this particular chapter um, just seeing what uh, Din Djarin the Mandalorian has been up to uh, since we last saw him in, at the end of Season 2 of Mandalorian. In reviewing Boba Fett Chapter 5, two things immediately stood out to me, uh, two very prevalent themes that uh, I really wanted to talk about on today's episode. The first is a quote that actually builds a little bit on what we talked about last week when Boba said, either I'm going to get it or I'm going to die. It's that get it or die trying mindset. It's that unyielding persistence that we need to have in order to accomplish any of our desired goals. So the quote I wanted to talk about today actually expands on that, right? Expands on the theme of persistence. This quote comes from a character that's just known as the Armorer. She's not really ever given a name or at least not one that we're told. It's just called the Armorer. And so this Armorer played by Emily Swallow, who gives an amazing performance. I absolutely love this character and how she's brought it to life. The Armorer is pretty much the head of the Mandalorian Order, or at least this small 
sect of the Mandalorians, um, this order that's very fundamentalist, right? They're very strict in their adherence to Mandalorian traditions, Mandalorian rituals. And so she's the head of this order, and and so she rules with complete authority. What she says goes, um, and it's not so much that she enforces or needs to enforce that rule or that authority with violence or or you know physically. Even though I think we can see that if she needed to, she would. She would open up a can of whoop ass on anyone, right? But she also rules with a, a, a large level, a high level of wisdom and experience, right? Especially in her knowledge um, and experience with the Mandalorian traditions. In the scene, Din Djarin, our Mandalorian, is being trained by the armorer in how to use and wield this weapon called the Darksaber. And I'm not going to go into what the Darksaber is because that's a whole lot more backstory uh, involved there. So Suffice it to say that she's training him in how to use this weapon, right? Different fighting forms, different uh, different ways to wield it, uh, how to use this very powerful weapon effectively. As the training goes on, though, we see that he's getting more and more frustrated. Din is not understanding it. He's, there's something that he's not getting. And in fact, the training and the sword itself is getting harder and harder and more difficult to use. And at the peak of his frustration, Din Djarin's like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing the moves. I, I'm doing everything that you're telling me. I'm, I'm repeating these steps over and over again. And the thing is, it's getting harder and harder to do. In fact, this weapon, each time I do it, feels heavier and heavier. And it's at this point that the armorer tells him, persistence without insight will lead to the same outcome. And I was like, boom, that's perfect. That's exactly the perfect quote, right? Because, you know, it builds, it piggybacks perfectly on top of what we were talking about on last week's show on persistence, right? So so to continue this topic, to continue this conversation, it's, she's absolutely right. It's, it's that old saying that um, uh, what's the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, right? Uh, persistence is important when you're trying to achieve a specific goal, but if you're not adjusting, and learning and tweaking your process along the way, you run the risk of not being as effective as you potentially could be and therefore, best case scenario, take longer to achieve your goal or worst case scenario, you're unable to achieve your goal at all. It speaks to stagnation. It speaks to being in a rut. States of being in which you risk losing sight of your goal, your purpose, your vision altogether. So, The equation of persistence must include adjustment, must include course correction. The analogy that I love for this is the road trip, right? And actually, now that I think about it, I'm not entirely sure uh, whether the road trip is something that's just uniquely American. Uh, So for those of you guys who are my listeners outside of the U.S., um, let me know, is road tripping a thing in your country? Because it very much is here, especially for me, right? My sister and I love to take road trips. My family, really, uh, everyone in my family loves road trips. And so... Uh, what you do is, uh, you, you know, now with technology, you have a GPS on your phone, you can map to your destination. So you set your destination, um, uh, the, the GPS figures out your best route. And so you just hit the road and you persist, you stay consistent on that journey until you get to your point. Now, inevitably, what happens is you, you can't necessarily predict setbacks, you can't predict whether or not there's going to be an accident on the highway, or whether or not there's construction on this particular route. And so what the GPS can do, then is it can 
can adjust, right? It can reroute you to a better uh, uh, route so that you're not sitting in traffic for five, six, seven hours extra on top of your already long road trip, right? And that's all this is, right? When you set your goal, you set your vision, you persist until you get there. You persist until you achieve the thing that you want to achieve. And along the way, what you have to do is you just kind of have to take stock. Is what I'm doing effective or can it be more effective? Where can I adjust some things? What can I do differently so that I can tweak it so that I can get to my destination faster so that my efforts are more effective in achieving the things that I want to achieve? That's all that means. At its core, what this is, is a growth mindset, right? The willingness to take stock, the willingness to adjust, the willingness to learn and change. Because the truth is, no matter what you're doing and how good you've gotten at that thing, there is always, always room for improvement. There is always room to learn and to grow. Persistence without insight will lead to the same outcome. So if you want different outcomes than what you currently have right now, you got to be willing to learn from what you're doing and then change and grow. All right, so the next topic, the next theme that stood out to me, that jumped out to me from this chapter is the the theme of or the idea of tradition versus progress. Uh, And actually, guys, before I dive into this, (laughs) I want to let you guys know in case, in case you hear snoring in this track or on the background, that is my dog Shadow, actually. She is having a wonderful, wonderful sleep right now, and and the mic might pick it up. So in case you hear that, it's, uh, well, I mean, I guess she's really bored with the topic right now, or at least bored with me. Anyways, back to the subject at hand, tradition versus progress. Now, this jumped out to me because we're dealing with a group of people who have a strict adherence, who insist on a strict adherence to ancient Mandalorian tradition. And this got me thinking because tradition, when you really think about it, exists in every aspect of life, right? You you have, uh, obviously, religion is a big one, right? That's big on tradition. You have societal traditions, things that happen in, you know, certain communities, right, that that are unique to those individual communities. You even have tradition on the level of, of the smaller units, like, like family units, right? Each family, for example, holidays. We just had the holidays a, a couple of months ago. Each family has its own certain tradition that they that they uh, have for the holidays, right? So, so and, and even on an individual level, right, you have your own tradition and rituals. Um, let's call them rituals on a day-to-day basis, right? So this is this is traditions and rituals is very much something that we as a species cling to. Why is that? I don't really know, but I have a working theory. And of course, I'm going to share it with you here today. So my working theory is this. Like many of the adaptive advantages that we've picked up over millions of years of evolution, uh, the, the notion of tradition and rituals is a survival mechanism. Part of our hardwiring entails us clinging on to the things that we know work and repeating those things and not deviating from those things because deviation means risk and risk means potentially dying, right? If we go back to Cro-Magnon days, caveman days, you know, our brains had to kind of categorize and make sense of the world around us because it was a matter of life and death. This cute and cuddly saber-toothed tiger ate my friend George last week, so I think I'm going to stay away from cute and cuddly saber-toothed tigers from now on. 
So because George got eaten and I didn't, that idea gets passed on over millions and millions of years. Eventually it becomes instinct. It becomes hardwired into the programming. The notion that, yes, cute and cuddly saber-toothed tigers will eat you. And also the notion that you should stick to what you know because it's what's going to keep you alive. Certainty is safety and safety means survival. It's a deeply, deeply ingrained part of our hardwiring that goes back millions and millions of years. Again, stick to what I know because what I know has kept me alive. This gets magnified and amplified exponentially when you put this into a group situation, right? As, as humans started to form tribes, I mean, we've always been, I think, social creatures, right? So, so in, in the tribal situation, yeah, okay, so this collective knowledge of what we know helps us survive now as a tribe becomes tradition. This is what we know with certainty that has worked and has kept the tribe alive, that's kept the village alive. Let's not stray from that because if we do, there's too much unpredictability. And unpredictability means risk, and risk means potential death and collapse of the community, of the tribe. So this need for tradition actually has its roots in all of our individual need for certainty. In the Mandalorian Code, for example, if you look at the specific rule that forbids you ever showing anybody your face, no matter how ridiculous it sounds to us or even to any other society within the Star Wars universe, if we trace it back through ancient Mandalorian history, that particular rule, that particular code probably had its roots in survival. Showing somebody your face meant your helmet was off, which meant your head was exposed, which meant you had an increased risk of injury or even death. Now, of course, that's just my own theory, but uh, my point is that this particular rule, this particular code, at some point in the history of Mandalore served them very well, and so they kept it. It must have served them so well, in fact, that to break this particular rule meant you would be kicked out of the tribe, that you would no longer be considered a Mandalorian. In this scene, what happens is Din Djarin actually admits to the armorer that he at one point did, in fact, show his face. And the armor was like, well, the code forbids that, so you're no longer a Mandalorian. So she proceeds then to expel Din from the Order, leaving only her and one other person, the character Paz Vizsla, as the remaining members. Yeah, you heard that right. We find out in this chapter that there are actually only three members left in this particular Mandalorian Order, and once Din Djarin gets expelled, only two and that's all because of an archaic law that states that you can't show anybody your face. And what's crazy is the armorer was the one who told Din that persistence without insight will lead to the same outcome. In this case, the same outcome is, well, the dwindling numbers in the order. If she had only listened to her own advice, then maybe, just maybe, the Mandalorians wouldn't be a dying breed. Having traditions and codes are fine because they do provide a certain level of security, a certain level of certainty, but you also have to be willing to challenge those rules, right? To challenge those traditions in order to make room for the opportunity to maybe do things better. That's evolution. Adapt or risk extinction. As individuals, knowing this, knowing that this mechanism is hardwired into each and every one of us, I think better prepares us to face the challenges that we ultimately will face when trying something new or when setting new goals for ourselves. The need for certainty and security and safety is innate in each and every one of us. If something we know works, then there's a good chance that it's going to work again tomorrow and maybe even the next day. But in the long term, 
we always, always have to challenge what we think we know, who we think we are. We have to be willing to try new things, to try doing things in different ways. Because even though tradition feels like a reliable constant, the world around us is ever-changing. The world we live in is ever-changing. And we have to be willing to change with it. Remember my friend George? He got eaten by a saber-toothed tiger. Don't be like my friend George. And that's going to do it for today, folks. What do you think? What do you think of Book of Boba Fett Chapter 5? What do you think about the topics that we discussed today uh, on the show? Let me know. Let me know. Hit me up on the socials. Again, our Facebook and Twitter is POTJ Podcast. And of course, you can send an email or an MP3 to info at pathofthejedi.com with the title of today's episode in the subject heading. So a few announcements real quick. First, we have an upcoming program at GrowthU that I'm really, really excited for you guys to take a look at. It's called Mood Boosters, 30 Days to Amplifying Your Emotional State. Now, why am I excited about this? Well, let me just go ahead and read the description here. Mood Boosters is a 30-day program designed to help you take control of your emotional states, which is the foundation of our behaviors and beliefs. You will be introduced to 10 specific emotional states that you can use to easily boost your level of confidence, focus, self-love, and inner peace. Now, I'm excited about this program because, as we all know, we're living in a crazy, mad, turbulent, ever-changing world. And it can be super, super difficult to deal with all the stress, right? To deal with the emotional roller coaster. This program will give you tools so that you can better manage these things on a day-to-day basis. And what's really cool is that this program right now is being offered to all frontliners for half the price. That's right. All frontliners are getting a 50% discount because we all know how challenging things can be and have been for all our frontliners. So again, this program is going to be offered to all frontliners for half the normal price. So if you're a frontliner or if you know a frontliner, I'll leave a link in the uh, show notes of this episode and you can read more about it. You can get more details. Uh, I encourage you to take a look because, again, this is one of those things that really can help uh, give you the tools to better manage and navigate the crazy, crazy world that we live in today. The next piece of news, and this is really a lot more frivolous than the last one, but uh, I I wanted to announce because we've been talking about, you know, trying new things and and pushing yourself out of your comfort zone today on the show. uh, I want to announce that I am finally, finally, after all these years, I am finally on the TikTok, (laughs) right? I'm finally on TikTok, guys. So if you want to follow me, if you want to come check me out, my profile is Ronnie's Big Adventure. It's one word, right? It's just one word. Um, and, And it's not necessarily specific to Path of the Jedi podcast. It's going to be just random stuff that I throw up there. But I figure, hey, it's one one other way to connect with you guys. So if you want to connect on there again, it's Ronnie's Big Adventure. And of course, full disclosure, guys, I got to admit, I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing on there. So um, yeah, yeah, you may just want to want to plug in and watch just to see me fall flat on my face. So again, it's Ronnie's Big Adventure on TikTok. If you're on TikTok, I would love to connect with you. And of course, no Path of the Jedi episode will be complete without our shout outs. This week's shout out goes out to 
two dear friends of mine. I love these guys. Um, I want to give a shout out to Don Samana and Jane Alimurung up there who just recently relocated to Montreal, Canada, right? Montreal. Um, yeah, I just wanted to give these shout out to these guys because, I mean, first of all, we are talking about adapting and changing and always being willing to evolve and challenge yourself. So these guys um, are in the midst of a, a massive transition. They've moved to a, a new city. And I love just watching these guys constantly and continually challenge themselves, right? Challenging what they think they know about the world, what they think they know about how the world works, and more importantly, what they think they know about how they as individuals work, right? What they think they know and who they think they are. And so they're constantly just pushing themselves beyond their, their own uh, limitations, beyond their boundaries. And I just absolutely love seeing it. And, and of course, I think beyond that, I, I mean, do you ever just meet people that get it, right? Right? They they they, they just get it. Um, you just automatically click with 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 some people, and and they just understand on a level that that is really even unspoken, right? So I absolutely love these two. Uh, I'm ecstatic and excited for this new phase and this new move of what what they're doing, this new adventure. Um, and so I wanted to just take the time on today's episode to celebrate them, to congratulate them, uh, Don and Jane. This week shout out goes to you and that's it folks if you haven't subscribed yet to the show go ahead and hit that subscribe button and if you're on a, if you're listening on a platform where you can uh, rate and review i would love to hear what you guys think man even if it's a bad review well maybe not <laughs> if it's a bad review just go about your day but if it's a good review go ahead and leave us a review number one i would love to hear it i would love to see what you guys think of the show so far and i think other people would appreciate your input as well and of course speaking of that feel free to share this uh, with other people if you find value if you find if you find it entertaining at the very least right uh, chances are somebody else will find value and entertainment out of this podcast so uh, do me a favor uh, do the show a favor and go ahead and pass it on and beyond that yeah well we'll catch you next week we've got two more episodes two more chapters of book of boba fett so some exciting shows coming up um, more updates from me if you need anything always hit me up on uh, the socials hit me up on the email but until then until next week's episode everybody please be well be safe and may the force be with you this podcast is not endorsed by the walt disney company nor lucasfilm limited and is intended for entertainment educational and informational purposes only the official star wars website can be found at www.starwars.com star wars all names and sounds and any other star wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of disney and their respective trademark and copyright holders all original content of this podcast is intellectual property of path of the jedi unless otherwise indicated